I'm Arlen Hamilton, and this is Your First Million. I'm a venture capitalist. I started my fund Backstage Capital from the ground up while I was on food stamps. I have now invested in more than 100 companies led by women, people of color, and LGBT founders. After having raised more than $10 million, people often ask me how I did it. I created this podcast so I could tell you my story and so that together we could go on a journey and speak with some of the most successful people in the world from all backgrounds and walks of life to learn how they got their first million. And who knows, maybe I'll reach my first million in personal capital while I'm recording this series. There's only one way to find out. Let's go. This episode has been brought to you by Gusto. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your first million. It's Arlen. It is the end of the year, end of 2019. It's the end of the decade. And it's the end of the first season of Your First Million. The first season has been, what has it been? It's been thrilling for me. (laughs) I don't know if any of these words will describe how it is for you all, but it's been thrilling. It's been eye-opening. It's been touching at times. It's been hilarious at times. Incredibly informative. And I'm meaning this as, as a person who is gaining so much from every interview because this really is just documenting my journey and my learnings and sharing it with you all. But every single episode, I learn something. I learn something about business and about myself and about humanity and people and all of that. And it's just been a thrill working on this this year, something that was an idea around this time last year and then kicked off, started recording in the spring of 2019 and launched the first couple of episodes in June of 2019. And for it to to be what it has become is just such a, a proud moment and a pleasure. If you missed our very last episode, the one that was right before this one, you have to go back now. I'll even say pause this and come back after you listen to it. Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy, Grey from Grey's Anatomy, and she was so gracious, G-R-E-Y, shus, yep, I said it and I did that. She was so gracious and let us into her home, into her thoughts, and wrapped us up with uh, so much gem after gem. Your feedback from that episode has been, as you can imagine, overwhelming and uh, incredibly positive. Ellen, she's so candid. If you know, if you've seen her in any interviews, you see she's so candid and open. And it was great to hear that so many of you who have been following her all these years felt like you learned even more about her in this interview. That was what I was going for. I know I did. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, go listen to it now or sometime over the holidays when you're cooking or you're baking or you're driving or flying somewhere to see family or to get away from family, (laughs) whatever the case may be. The Ellen Pompeo episode that just came out in December and many other episodes are great for that. So what I wanted to do with this episode, and I hope all of you have a wonderful vacation. If you're having one, I hope you have a wonderful time at work. If you have to work over the holidays, make that money. Whatever you're doing, I hope it's enjoyable. And if it's not, I just know that I'm with you. 
For anyone out there who's interested, I wanted to share the top 10 episodes of Your First Million. I should have totally counted how many total episodes there are. Let me see, actually. Oh, okay, about 44-ish With at first, a quick view. So I'll tell you the top 10, top quadrant. I'll tell you in order what they were. I'm not going to tell you the amount of plays because we don't do that. Most people don't. i one of those most people. But I'll tell you who by plays, who had the most listens, top 10 in order from one down to... Actually, no. How about this? I'll start at 10. How about that? Okay. What you can do is write these down and listen to them and, uh, you know, spend a little time getting a, getting a catch up if you have missed any of these. Number 10 out of 44 or so episodes was the bonus episode six, how I conquered 30 years of stage fright in six months. That was the 10th most listened to of the entire year. Uh, number nine, my interview with Amy Griffin I felt a calling to invest beyond philanthropy. What a great episode. I love that episode. I still, to this day, get uh, messages about that episode. And that was one of the very first ones. That was episode uh, two. And so it was one of the very first episodes we ever put out. And to this day, I still get messages about it. So take a listen. Number eight is Keith Wasserman from a $5,000 loan to $1 billion with a B in real estate assets. That one, people have just been devouring that one because it's about real estate. I get all sorts of requests to interview people who are deep into real estate because it's something that feels attainable to us. And um, he just breaks it down. He gives you numbers, stats, real numbers, tells you how he did it. And it's impressive. And it's also attainable. Number seven, Delane Parnell. My esports company has raised nearly $100 million in two years. Wow. So Delane, love Delane, love what he's doing. And man, he's like early 20s, raised almost $100 million in two years for esports at high schools. Talk about a rocket ship and talk about uh, a genuinely cool, nice guy. You're going to want to listen to this one to see how he did it. Number six. Mel Robbins, my TED Talk has been viewed 20 million times. Wow. So if you've never heard of Mel Robbins, this is your time to get into it. You'll listen to this. I call it a shot of adrenaline. It's going to be a shot in the arm for you. This is just uh, back to back to back gems. And Mel gives it to us straight. She is, as she said, 20 million times her TED Talk. She also is the host of the Mel Robbins Show, which is a daytime talk show, which is in its first year. She's seen by more than a million people a day. And uh, in 2018, she was the most booked female speaker in the U.S. and maybe globally. So you're going to want to check that out, especially on those days where you're feeling a little low. You need someone to... Really let you know that you can do it. That's Mel Robbins all day. She's also just a best-selling author as well. Are you someone who owns a company, have employees? Pay attention. Don't skip ahead. This is going to be very helpful to you. I have a few companies. One of them is a company that has two to four employees. And another one is a company that has anywhere from eight to 40 at any given time. 
And I know many other companies who are much bigger or same range who use Gusto. So for those two companies, we use Gusto to manage our payroll. And let me tell you something. I love Gusto. I've used more than one type of payroll company. And I can tell you that Gusto is like the most, at least in my experience, has been the most hassle-free of all of them. And I love the way that they interact with us. Like they treat us like humans. It's very simple how they get things across when they're talking about very complex issues. So you don't have to like have a degree in anything special to be able to read their emails and their and their instructions. I have a referral link. So and I've uh, worked with Gusto's marketing team that I can offer this referral link to you on this podcast. So check it out. It's gusto.com slash E, the letter E, like Ellen, slash Arlen, A-R-L-A-N, 15, one five. So again, that's gusto, G-U-S-T-O dot com, slash E, slash Arlen 15, the number 15. If you go to that link, and you sign up before January 31st of 2020 and you run a payroll, you will get a $200 Amazon gift card and um, your life will be a little bit easier. Let me just say I have used Gusto for months in 2019, having switched over from another brand. So whether you're a two-person team or a 2,000-person team, I would get in touch and uh, check it out. Thanks everyone for listening. And um, I'll take you right back to the episode. Number five, Tiffany Dufu. I raised a million dollars to give women a space to help each other thrive. She is the founder, CEO of The Crew, CRU. You're going to want to listen to this. It's a great story about how she raised a million dollars, but more importantly, the camaraderie that she is catalyzing with her company and coming from the nonprofit space, how she did it, how did she go from nonprofit to raising in the venture space? Number four, oh, we're going higher and higher. Number four is Paul Judge. The money I'm spending today is the result of the hard work I put in 15 years ago. And let me tell you, his Instagram is on fleek. I love his Instagram. I love it because it's a mixture of like really cool events and cool things that he's doing and like knowledge that he's dropping. And you can hear in this interview how sincerely he is wanting to pass on this wisdom and this experience that he has. So He's earned millions of dollars. He's had several exits. He's a deep tech guy for anyone who really wants to dive deep. He's the guy. So check it out. Number three, a very recent episode is already number three is Dana Chanel, Sprinkle of Jesus. She is the founder and mastermind behind the app Sprinkle of Jesus and several other companies, apps. You know, the feedback on this one was so interesting because it was a combination of all sorts of things. I think this is when you have to listen to yourself and make a judgment on, make a call on because it's so interesting. And I don't know anyone like her. I don't know anyone like this woman. And so take a listen to that. It's very interesting how she's building out this empire, what the theme of it is, who she's bringing with her, how she divides the empire among her family, the rules they have. It's definitely like a 
a show, you know, like a show in the making. Episode two in our top 10 is the bonus episode that I did, number 10 bonus episode, number two on this list, with Pete Buttigieg in the hot seat with me. A few months ago, late summer, I was asked by his campaign to moderate a town hall that he was doing in Oakland. It was one of five or six events he was doing that day. And I was asked to moderate it because they knew I would be pretty upfront and and ask questions that we all had in our minds. Did that. It went well. And uh, I learned a lot about him in that in that time and asked him some hard questions and in front of people. And then afterwards was able to grab him just for a few minutes and put him on the podcast and asked him some more hard questions. Didn't have enough time to really dig in, but what we were able to talk about, I think, was really great for the podcast. Was able to interview his traveling press secretary, Nina, who is a black woman. I thought that was fascinating that one of the last people he talks to before he says something is a black woman every single time. And so I wanted to talk to her about that. So just got a little taste of of the campaign there. If you're interested, you might be a Pete follower and find it interesting for sure. You may be on the fence. And I think he, listening to my intro might be interesting and then listening to his answers. And then if you're not either, if you just really don't like the guy or you're not, he's not your candidate. I think listening to it, just if you want, could be interesting. It was the number two episode all, of all time listens. Um, number one. Now, what we're going to do is we're not counting Ellen Pompeo's episode in this top 10 list because it just came out a few days ago. It is doing really well and it would be in the top 10 Um but I don't want to count it because there. I just told you earlier in this episode so many reasons you can go listen to it. Uh, we'll count it in the future. But number one, if you don't count Ellen Pompeo, is Dr. Pamela Jolly. Black people arrived in America on the balance sheet. We are wealth. That's her. That's what she said. And that's Pamela Jolly. She is the number one listened to episode of the entire podcast. Now, that makes sense because she's had the most time out and um, most people uh, have been able to see her. So when they go listen to other episodes, if they scroll down, if you all scroll down, you see her. It's also because she is so compelling. What she had to talk about is so compelling she says it and frames it in a way that many of us have not heard it framed, including myself. And this is another one. I would say this one, Amy Griffins, uh, Mel Robbins, Don Dixon, who didn't make the list, but certainly you know, has a, had a lot of uh, listens, Jewel Burks. These are ones that I'm constantly, Justin Kahn, constantly being uh, asked about. Sophia Benz constantly being emailed about or sent DMs or posted about on Instagram or Twitter. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been on the show. So far, I want to thank Ryan Hoover and, and Josh Wyatt and and Sahil and Roberta and uh, Jeff Ulrich and... Um, Let's see, Jamila Souffrant and Jody Kovitz and so many people. If I didn't say your name, this isn't the Oscar, so I hope it's okay. But 
obviously the episodes, the the series itself would be nothing without the incredible stories and transparency and collaboration and just willingness of our of our interviewees. And I appreciate you so much. I ask and I hope that if you're listening to this and you've made your first million or beyond and you want to be on the show, that you'll get in touch. 2020, season two, when we come back in 2020, let me tell you, we're coming back with a bang for sure. We have some amazing people lined up for interviews. I feel it feels surreal and it feels and I feel so grateful as long as you all are listening and, and finding some value in this, we will keep going. This is an independent podcast. I fund it, 90% of it, through out of pocket. And I do that because I like the flexibility in being able to interview whoever I want to, say whatever I want to, ask whatever I want to, and release these whenever I want to. And you don't always get that if you're working under the thumb of someone but I, I have to say that whatever the means is that gets this out to the most people aligned with mission, I will be open to. I've been having a couple of conversations, but we'll see what happens. Thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. See you later. Hey, it's Arlen. Thanks for listening to this episode. So I would love to keep up with you online. You can find me at Arlen Was Here on Instagram and on Twitter. That's A-R-L-A-N Was Here. I cannot wait to continue this conversation with you. You can also pre-order my first book. It's called It's About Damn Time. You can pre-order it at your local indie bookstore. Please do that. Feel free. And online where books are sold, where, where, where great books are sold, if you want to go to a specific link, you can go to prh.com slash it's about damn time all together. No, no spaces, no slashes, nothing. So prh.com slash it's about damn time. And it'll give you a list of places you can pre-order the book and pre-ordering is huge. The more pre-orders the bookstores see, the more copies they will order and potentially more copies that will get sold and exposed and seen. If you're thinking about getting the book, but you're going to wait until after it comes out, I encourage you to pre-order it. May 5th, 2020 is the actual date. So you have plenty of time to grab it, but try to do it between now and then. If you are interested in advertising on your first million, go to yfmpodcast.com and click on contact. You can have yours truly read your ad, which is, I know, lovely, uh, or you can send me your own ad. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.